Hello. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Keenan. I'm Derek. Oh, we're back for another True Neutral Asks today. And today. Today. Today, True Neutral Asks. True Neutral Asks. Would you survive 2000's Pitch Black? <laughs> but, um, like. The, the movie. The Riddick movie? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Um, with Vin Diesel? Yeah, 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 yeah. The, the Pretty much, I'm pretty sure the only live-action Riddick that's ever been. There were three of those. There's four Riddick movies. But at least three of them are live-action. Then there's five, because <laughs> I believe there's four live-actions and one animated. Let, let me look. Let me IMDB. <laughs> what is, do you have the plot uh, wait, synopsis? I do, I do. Um, no, wait, no, no, there are three, Pitch Black, Chronicles of Riddick, and then Riddick. Yeah, and then yeah, those are all live action. Yeah, those are all the live actions, and then there is an animated one, which I believe Vin Diesel also did still play Riddick in, but... Is it Riddick Blindsided, or Riddick Furia, or the Chronicles of Riddick Into Pitch Black, or the Chronicles of Riddick Dark Fury? Um... I don't know. These are all options. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Um, no. Well, so, okay. But today we're just yeah. talking about Pitch Black. Okay. Yeah. Give me. Give me the. Give me the. The cliff notes for Pitch Black here. Okay. So. There's also an actor named Kristen Riddick. <laughs> okay. So. Um, find yourself on a spaceship. Um, you're being already excited. Being transported. Um, in cryostasis to a, a a prison, essentially. Less excited. <laughs> and um, so, essentially, you get taken to this prison planet or whatever, and then I believe they, they crash land, or he's being taken to a, a prison planet, but they, they crash land. Oh, yeah, this is the one where he says, like, three words. Yeah, yeah. Um, they crash land on uh, this planet that is essentially like always in total darkness. Okay. And oh yeah, and the sun's evil and Bernie. When no, the... I think that's the the second one, the Chronicles of Riddick. Oh okay, okay. This is the one where they they have to keep the light going at all times, and there's the creatures out and oh, the thing yeah, that okay. only Riddick can see because he's got the eyes. Yeah, because right? he's got the he's got the fucked eyes. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> and there's the the little the little boy that turns out to be a little girl. Yeah. That's like the, the twist of that. Yeah. Spoil if you haven't seen two thousand Because Pitch I Black, can smell the period blood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. she finally has a period and then they're they're coming after her and he's like, Why are they coming after you? And they're the other lady's like, Because it's not a boy, are you dumb? <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> it's a weird twist. <laughs> what does your movie hinge on? Period blood. Um, I'm sorry, Mr. Diesel, but yeah, what? Yeah, so they're on the prison planet, and they go down, and uh, yeah, they, they break out of the prison, and then they have to get back to their ship, but on the way back to the ship, they fight off the the creatures that are going after them, and they have to keep the light going the whole time. Right. Um, and just generally, could I survive in that situation? Yeah, like, put yourself, maybe not, I, I don't think either of us are Riddick in this situation. No. But uh, we're part of we're part of the, the the squad of people that is trying to get back to the ship with 
with Riddick? Well, look, I, I am really good at two things. Playing as a team and recognizing a leader. So I'm not good at either of those no. things. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I feel like I would realize that Riddick knows what he's doing. Uh, maybe not what he's talking about because he doesn't talk very much. But <laughs> at least what he's doing, he'd know he he knows what's up, and I would follow his lead, and I think that that would that would get me through for the most part. See, I I think that would be a little more difficult. Riddick, as you said, doesn't talk a whole lot, especially not in Pitch Black. Right. And uh, for two, very standoffish. Yeah. Kind of dickish, yeah, just by of, nature. Kind of a dick, but like he's not like outwardly rude. Like, he, he's not, like, he's not going to shoulder check you as he walks by, you know what I mean? Yeah, I suppose not. Unless I you mean, are already being a dick. Yeah, if he shoulder checks the guy who's outwardly being a dick, I'm like, I'm on your side. Yeah. <laughs> you, you stoic individual. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I feel like I'm going to follow the bald guy with weird eyes and big muscles. I also, he hides his eyes for, like... Almost that whole movie. He's got the goggles on. Right, right. But, like... Except for from the little kid. He doesn't hide his eyes from the little kid. Yeah, he's very understanding with them. Yeah. Because... <laughs> I just... It's it's an interesting idea, because, like, you're... Uh, I imagine that, essentially, we were both down in this prison already. Right. And then we escaped with Riddick when he broke out of the prison and is trying to get back to the ship. Okay, yeah. Well, I was probably in there for not going to court, which is one of the main reasons I've been to jail in the past in real life. <laughs> I'm assuming... Thievery, maybe? <laughs> I don't know. It's space, so I might have been doing some intergalactic smuggling. I feel like I'd be uh -huh. more conned into yeah, smuggling yeah, if it were smuggling. intergalactic. Yeah, we are space pirates. Yeah. We were par probably part of, like, a, a raider or space pirate crew that got rounded up. Yeah. 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 I can see that. Yeah. Uh, that's unfortunate. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> but Riddick broke us out. Yeah. So we get out, and we're, like, essentially up on the surface now, right? Right. Everything's dark, and you hear shit all around us. It's basically, like, you just hear the word, like, keep the lights going, keep close, yeah. keep moving. And if you fall behind, he says so many times in that movie, you fall behind, you're dead. I'm leaving you behind. Like, just, he's going to keep moving. If you fall behind at all, it's your own fucking fault. Is it particularly cold? Um, it doesn't appear to be in the movie. I was going to say, your leg's going to act up. <laughs> yeah, well, in, the, in that movie, it doesn't ever appear to be overly cold. Everyone is wearing, like, like, full, like, sleeves and everything, but it doesn't look like they're wearing thick clothing. Isn't he in a tank top the he whole time? He is in a, a tank top at, like, <laughs> all times. <laughs> so, I, I'm gonna assume that it's not, like, freezing. Yeah. So Yeah, because when you start off, what is it, the Chronicles of Riddick, and he's on the ice planet, Yeah, he is, like, he's bundled up. Yeah, like, he's fully, like, you know, he's taking care of himself, like, so he's mm -hmm. not gonna freeze, but so the he second he can get cold. in a tank top, he is. But. Oh, yeah, as soon as he's off of that atmosphere and into a warm place, yeah, back to the black tank top. <laughs> Immediately. fought so hard for these movies. He loves them. He loves the Chronicles. I, I think he just loves every series he's in. Well, yeah. He, he fought but, really hard for Fast and the Furious. Oh, yeah, but, like, that's... 
that could be like a, he wants to get the message of fam, family across. Family. <laughs> it's what Paul would have wanted. Yeah. <laughs> but like the Chronicles of Riddick movies didn't do great in the box office at any point in time, and he's really fought to keep making them. I think they're making a new one. Uh, I believe they are, yeah. yeah, and he's really excited about it. Yeah, like, he's really fought for this, so I think, like, yeah. You know, for all the talk about, and this is a little off topic, but for all the talk about him being, like, such a pain in the ass to work with and everything between him and The Rock and, like, people don't want to, oh, he sucks to be a co-worker with and things like that, when he cares about a project, he makes sure that that shit gets done to the best oh, yeah. of his ability. Oh, yeah. It took Rock, like, what, 13 years to make Black Adam? And it took him way less time than that to get any of these projects going and done. Yeah, yeah. Look at everything he's done with the Fast and the Furious franchise. It, he, they're he, fine, he but got, they're really, really popular. Yeah, and he got them to make 10 movies in the span. It got the Rock, it took the Rock to make that one Black Adam movie, so, like... <laughs> Yeah, it feels, yeah. I don't know. It feels like, yeah, he's definitely a determined individual. Yeah, yeah. Much like all of his characters that he plays. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, man. Wait, what's his real name? I, I used to know it. It's, it's Riddick, Riddick's name? Uh, yeah, you can tell me what Riddick's name is, sure. Um, because I think I have it here. Um, oh, his name is Richard B. Riddick. <laughs> Nuh-uh. Richard... <laughs> B. Riddick. Yep. Right Dick here. B. Dick. Nuh-uh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Mark Sinclair is ah. Ben Diesel's real name. Okay. <laughs> that's a... You could have just stuck with that name. Like, that's not a bad name. It's, it's decent, but it's not Vin Diesel. That's true. It's not Vin Diesel. Um... See, I think that we would be fine, like, essentially just, like, following and listening to orders and, like, having him help us get along, until, like, the first encounter or two with these these creatures. I think that as soon as, like, the creatures start picking people off and everyone starts freaking out and scattering and running and shit, we're gonna start to have a much more difficult time. Yeah, I, I feel like I would be good at, um... In that situation where everybody else is freaking out, I'm going to be pretty good at self-preservation. Like, is that just mean like sticking right next to him at all times? Yeah, either. Is that your self-preservation method? <laughs> because like him or a light. Like, I'm going to make sure I am somebody holding a light source, and I am going to keep that light source not only on me but on. That's fair. Like. If there's one thing I know how to do, it's make sure that I am good. I think there's a few points in that movie they make torches, and so I'd be trying to find containers for whatever fuel they made the, the torches out of. I would try to be making some Molotov cocktails, I think. Yeah. That way they did get too close, I could just yeah. firebomb them. Yeah. I should keep them at bay for a little bit. Yeah, and give us some warmth. Yeah, and time to run away. I think that's probably the... I think Molotov Cocktail's best option here. <laughs> best option weapon-wise. Because, yeah. like, I don't... When it comes down to fighting a creature in the dark, I'm dead. Like, well, I've never been in a real fight, <laughs> and uh, I just don't think I would do well against an alien creature if it came mano-a-mano. 
Well, and the, the thing about it is that I don't think it's necessarily fighting the creatures. I think it's, once again, you're using something like a Molotov cocktail to keep them at bay long enough for you to escape. Right. It's it's a defensive measure, not an offensive measure. You right. Know what that's, I mean? Yeah, that's why I agree. I think I think a Molotov cocktail would be a good good weapon to defend yourself with. I just uh, like I like I said like I just don't think any other weapon I would use would be unless I had like a I don't know a, what is that that Bernie metal. The what? There's a Bernie metal. <laughs> like, it's really, really hot. You can't touch it, but you can, like, hit other things with it. And it, it like, it degrades the weapon, but it, like, does a melty bit. Okay. I have no idea what you're uh, talking about. A metal that's just naturally hot? It's not naturally hot, but it's, there's, like, a chemical compound that when you, like, use it against something, it gets hot really fast. Okay. But I don't think we're going to have that on the ship. Well, probably not. That no. was just the only thing I could think of. But, like, <laughs> unless I have, like, a lightsaber, I guess. Yeah. That's light and hot. <laughs> yeah, a lightsaber would be cheating, I think. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, we're, we're prisoners or prison guards, effectively, on this, on this ship, right? Yeah, essentially. I'm going to look up the IMDB synopsis. Yeah. Here. Uh... At one point, they, they find some bioluminescent worms, which they put into bottles to use as light. Fun. <laughs> That's a fun way to go about things. Oh, yeah, there's that, that part after he finds out that the little girl is a girl and having her period. One of the, the other guys that's there is, like, just leave her behind, use her as bait to distract all the creatures, and instead Riddick fucking wounds the guy. Well, like, he fights him and wounds him and then leaves him bleeding as a distraction instead. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, so this is fun. Out of the 11 survivors from the ship, the pilot's name is Carolyn Fry. <laughs> Spelled the same. So that's fun. That's my last name. I don't think I said my name was Keenan Fry, but uh, so yeah, that's my last name. So... You can just replace me with the pilot. Mm-hmm. Or replace the pilot with me. Uh. Oh, yeah, there's a religious guy. Yeah. There's a morphine addict. and a He's a morphine addict and a bounty hunter. Yeah. Yeah, it is during an eclipse. Oh, it is during an eclipse. Okay. Yeah. See, I didn't read through it a lot, and I haven't <laughs> watched the movie in a while, but it's a good movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. See, I think that I, I pretty much, like, as soon as, like, people start getting picked off, because these things have, like, these warm things have, like, spikes. They can just stab through people and drag them off into the darkness. Yeah. Uh... The from Daniel Williamson on IMDb, part of his synopsis here is the survivors find themselves being hunted by the planet's flesh-eating inhabitants when the planet is engulfed in darkness, which happens every 22 years, as they emerge from the underground to hunt and eat all signs of life. There doesn't seem to be much other life on this planet. I feel like every 22 years they come out from the underground just to eat each other. Like they probably were doing underground the whole time. Yeah. 
<laughs> there just happens to be some people on Yeah, that brings up a lot of questions about the biology of this planet into question. Yeah, it's just a, like, cannibal worm race. Yeah. Uh, are there pictures of the, of the actual... Of the creatures? Of the creatures, yeah. I'm sure there are somewhere. Because uh, if we could see one of the creatures, and then we, uh... They kind of know what is going on with them. Um, these are all movie posters. I'm grabbing it right here. Oh, wow, they fucking... I forgot how freaky these things were. Why would you try to call them worms? I saw in my description they were called worms multiple times. That is the least worm-like looking thing I've ever seen. Not oh W, not W Y R M, W O R M. Like yeah, worm. They, that does not look like a worm. They look way more like W Y R M worm. Yeah. Really weird, long, like almost a hammerhead style head. Yeah, they big leathery wings and. They remind me of the forked the tail. Flying creatures from the Metro games. Did you ever yeah. Play Metro. And look at those arms. Look at how muscly those fucking arms are it's standing on. Oh, God. They based the body on that thing off Vin Diesel himself. <laughs> They're called Bio-Raptors. <laughs> oh, yeah, they are. <laughs> That's fucking rad. That's fucking... Those things are horrifying. Yeah, I would not do well against that. Especially in darkness. Oh, God, this one, you can see its teeth. Christ in hell, that's horrifying. Yeah, so a whole planet of those things coming after you. What are they eating otherwise? I assume each other. How? <laughs> There's nothing but muscle and wings on them. Muscle is meat. But, yeah, but it would, nah. I, I guess if they're just eating it raw, then I wouldn't really care. But yeah, they, I really don't think they're intelligent enough to cook. And they don't like light, so fire's not really helping them. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. We should have watched this movie. <laughs> I mean, I've seen it, but it's been years. It's been quite some time since I've seen it. Keith David's in this. He's the religious guy. I love Keith David. <laughs> He's very funny. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna watch this movie probably tonight. Yeah. That's real good. Well, maybe tomorrow. I, the second I got one, days off now. The second one I think is more my favorite. Like this first one, Pitch Black is definitely more the horror movie. It's right. the scary one. Yeah. It's a great scary movie to sit down and watch. Fairly kid friendly all the way through. Like yeah, I mean, there's a bit of death and a little yeah. bit of blood, but yeah, overall, fairly more kid friendly than a lot of movies that are out these days. Yes. Um. But the the second one, the Chronicles of Riddick, that scene when he's down in the prison and he's got the he's like, I'll kill you with my teacup. Oh and yeah! He just like crunches it, and then he pulls out just the little pin. And he's like, and he just lays it down where the teacup was, and the other guy's like, Nope, and he fucks <laughs> off. That. Like, so good. Yeah. That that's the they're really all three of those movies are really well done movies. They're great. Bravo, Vin Diesel. Bravo. Yeah, they're a lot of fun to watch. I hope there is a new one coming out, because, uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that once these things show themselves, I might panic a little bit. I'm going to see one of the, like, they're just going to get illuminated in the light, and then be like, ah! 
and like back off into the darkness, and I'm gonna be like, the fuck, and and I I, I might go into fight or flight mode. My yeah. monkey brain might just be like, ooh, <laughs> and then you run away on all fours. <laughs> yeah, I do the the ape gallop. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, no, Derek, come back. His monkey brain. I don't know why his monkey brain took over right there, but damn. <laughs> Sent him back to the fucking primeval age. <laughs> Tried to fucking take one of Riddick's knives off of his belt so I can protect myself, and he just socks me in the nose. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, so this planet has three suns. And they're all eclipsed at the same time? Yeah, that's why it only happens every 22 years, which that is just not seems, enough time. That still seems really quick. <laughs> this must be a really small planet. <laughs> yeah, that's nuts. Uh, yeah. So I think I'm, I'm getting out of the prison. My name is in this synopsis so much, and I love it. <laughs> I'm, I'm getting out of the prison, and, and one of the first things they have to do, if I remember right, is they have to go to, like, a storage area and collect, like, a bunch of uh, fuel cells. They're, like, these solar-powered fuel cells that they need to start their ship back up. Yeah. And it's pretty much, like... After they get the fuel cells, where everything really starts to go downhill, and people start getting picked off pretty pretty quickly. Now, realistically, neither of us live, because by the end of the movie, only Riddick and Jack, the little girl, make it out. Yeah. Everyone else is donezo. Yeah. Um, however... I, and, and I think that that lines up with what I would have happened, because I would probably make it... Out of helping them get the fuel cells, make some Molotov cocktails, and, you know, maybe make it, like, halfway back to the ship. I think I'd probably live until after we sacrificed the, the douchebag that wanted to sacrifice the little kid. Yeah. But, uh. by that time our ranks are thinning, the light is less and less and less... Yeah, they find the bioluminescent worms after Rain puts out their improvised torches. So there's a period of time where they just have no light. Yeah, and if I remember right, that that's the part where the little girl is just, like, pretty much sticking, like, right to Riddick's hip. And she's just like, you'll protect me, right? And he's like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> family. family. <laughs> Space family. <laughs> we do that later in the Fast series. Stay tuned. <laughs> Pretty sure the uh, Pitch Black and the first Fast and Furious movie came out like within a year of each other. Yeah, uh, the, um, Pitch Black came out in two thousand one. I'm pretty sure the first Pitch Fast Black and came Furious two thousand. Two thousand, yeah. I'm sorry, and um, I'm pretty sure Fast and Furious came out in two thousand one. Yeah, that's why I got me. They up. were like really close to each other. Hmm. Which means he was probably working on. Oh, and the Triple X movie. That was the third oh, yeah. one. They all came out at like right at like pretty much the same time. Yeah. So he's working all three of those movies, like, at the same time. We're very close together. Yeah. I don't, um, it's, it's got a budget of 23 million, I'm pretty sure I saw here. I nearly doubled its budget in the box office. That's crazy. Mm. But, uh, yeah, I, I don't think these were long shoots either. Oh, probably not. Especially for Triple X and this. It was probably a bunch of stunts, and then 
that's about it. Well, for Pitch Black, especially for its time, that's a lot of CGI work to do. Yeah. Like, a lot of CGI work. Yeah. Well, I mean, and they did a good job hiding a lot of it in the dark. Mm-hmm. So, like... Yeah, the, the creature didn't have to be super fully realized because most of the time it was completely shrouded in shadow and stuff. And It was shot on a modest budget of $23 million. It is. When you consider the fact that... Um, the, the new Fast, Fast 10, yeah, um, that's coming out, has a budget of $340 million. Yeah, that's a lot of money. Yeah, Avatar 2 budget... It's like 350 right? It's 350 but technically James Cameron did a workaround because he's filming 2 and 3 at the same time. That's actually the budget for Avatar 2 and Avatar 3 put together. Is that three hundred and fifty million? God damn! Fast Ten is being done for three hundred and forty million. That's so many cars they must have <laughs> crashed. Uh, yeah, Fast and the Furious came out in two thousand one. Triple X came out in two thousand two. Yeah, yeah. See, boom, boom, boom. All three of those movies yeah. back to back to back. Yeah. God damn. He's a busy man. He, he didn't really do a whole lot before then. Like, he was Iron Giant, and I think he did one other thing before then, which was, like, a a small feature film that he, like, wrote and directed, which didn't really take off, but it was, like, his first foray into Two, three, four, doing stuff. Five, six, seven, seven movies before that, including Strays, which was the one he funded, and, uh... Saving Private Ryan. Oh. Yeah. All right. He was he was a badass in that movie. I never watched that movie. Oh, man. That's okay. Like, I'm not, like, I'm not one who's big on war movies if there's not a sci-fi element, but Saving Private Ryan is a remarkable film. Yeah. See, I, I do like some war movies. Um, yeah, yeah. There's, there's a few out there that, that'll get me good. But war movies are few and far. Apocalypse Now, obviously. Full Metal Jacket. Full Metal Jacket, once again, obviously. Yeah. Like, those are probably my two top favorite. If I had to pick a third one, a Platoon? I think it's pretty good. I've never seen Platoon. Hot Shots? Mm-hmm. And Hot Shots Part 2? <laughs> those are great. <laughs> those don't really count because they're very funny. So, Tropic Thunder? Count that as a war movie? Ah, uh, <laughs> No. <laughs> That's a movie about men who attempted to make a movie about a war story that wasn't true. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't think Vin Diesel's in that. He's not. He's not, no. Tom Cruise is, though. Yes, he is. Uncredited, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah. And it took me... A, Unreasonable. I didn't realize until the end of that movie that that was Tom Cruise, and then it blew my mind. <laughs> I noticed that right away. I was a huge fan of Top Gun as a kid. Oh, so you've never seen Top Gun? Oh, not man. Fan. I've not seen Maverick, but the first one was real good. Yeah, That's where man. I learned the song, Goodness Gracious, Great Balls of Fire. <laughs> Goose plays it on the piano. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> and Great Balls of Fire is what we need to take out these uh, photosensitive creatures in pitch black. Yes, yes, it is. Unfortunately, I don't think we have Great Balls of Fire. No, but do we have booze? We might have booze. One guy's got morphine. I assume he's got a lighter. 
Well, yeah, uh, the pilot probably has booze because they're a pilot, right? I would hope so. <laughs> I that's a bad stereotype, but I mean, <laughs> it's, it's a stereotype. It's an accurate stereotype. Well, stereotypes exist for a reason, you know. <laughs> yeah. And that's what I was saying. I think if we can find some sort of fuel, like they had improvised torches, there was fuel for those. Yeah. So we, there's there's ways to make Molotov cocktails and things. There has to be. Yeah. Uh. Do, 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 do. I'm seeing if anybody in the plot has an alcohol problem. <laughs> so, yeah, I think I would make it maybe three quarters of the way through the movie. And then I'd be like, fall like just one or two steps behind, try to run and catch up to Riddick, and then just get like snagged out of the darkness, you know? I'm. I'm I'm sorry, I've gotten hung up on this line. The the priest guy, as played by Keith David, fantastic, um, is a is a Muslim priest guiding three young pilgrims to New Mecca. Yeah. How does any of that work? I I don't want to get thrown off by the religion here, but like Mecca is a sacred pilgrimage because it's like a really holy place on Earth. Like, I think Muhammad had something to do with, like, that mm. that spot. Um, so, is there a space Muhammad? Yeah, well, yeah, because this is in the far future, <clears throat> and, like, that religion is still a thing, so, yes, there, there would be. You also have to think, heroin's still a thing, so... <laughs> <laughs> opium didn't die with Earth, apparently. Apparently, neither did the opiate of the people. Yeah. Ha-ha! <laughs> Also, I believe New Mecca might be the town he, the big city he goes to in the third Riddick movie, but I could be wrong about that. Oh, uh, yeah. I, no, I think you're right. Uh... None of them make it, though, so they don't matter. <laughs> no. No, yeah, they all, they all die. Um, an orrery shows that an eclipse is imminent, and the creatures will be free to hunt above ground. Horrifying. Yeah. I think the minute I find out there's crazy, scary creatures they're going to be hunting, <clears throat> I, uh... I try and hunker down somewhere. Yeah, yeah, I, I immediately am just like, can we just go back in underground where we... We have a safe prison. Can we just wait for the eclipse to end and then go to the ship? Yeah, it's, I mean, like, realistically, if an eclipse happens every 22 years, it can't last for that long. Yeah, it's got to be just the one night, right? Yeah. It feels like needing to get back to the ship is more of a story contrivance than an actual necessity. Yeah, it really does. Like, they could have just stayed where they were and then gone back, like, after the eclipse. That that feels like the smart move. Yeah. <laughs> but, I don't know, if we've... So, the rain happens. We're in another cave. Um, we find bioluminescent worms. Let's just hang out by a bunch of bioluminescent worms until the light comes back. That's that's also fair. Like, if we really, like... Because we, we had the determination. We got partway there. We made torches. Our torches are fucked now because rain. Um, I, I mean... Riddick's eyes probably aren't affected by the rain, but, like, everything else we do is going to be. Mm-hmm. It's a desert that's going to make walking harder. Like, 
I'm assuming it's some level of heavy rain or because we're not able to protect the torches. Oh, so they they tried to get to the power cells and get them back to the ship before the eclipse happens. <clears throat> but the eclipse starts right as they're leaving the shed with the power cells. Right, so stay in the shed. Yeah. Stay in the shed with the power cells if you need to, like, shine bright lights out the windows, but, like... Otherwise, just cover up the windows and hang out in the shed. Are they going to break through the shed? To get the menstrual blood? It's weird, once again, I just feel like I need to bring it up, that this whole plot hinges on the fact that there's menstrual blood involved. And no tampons, I guess? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, and he the says... pilot, Carolyn Fry, doesn't have any spare tampons. She's a pilot. So... Like, she's, I mean, she's going to be flying for long periods of time at a time, like. Oh, okay, so the eclipse is, they can't wait out the eclipse. The eclipse is a year long. Oh. It happens for a year every 22 years. That doesn't really make logical scientific sense, does it? If no. If there are three suns? No, logically, it would only last a few hours or a day tops. Yeah. But according to if the. even that. The in-universe thing, it lasts for a whole year. I guess that also depends on how long the year is on this planet, though. Yeah, is it is it an Earth year? Do they specify Earth year? No. No. That, would, I, that just doesn't really make any sense to me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, like, I'm not an astrologist or astronomer? One of those two. Uh, I'm not. I'm not either one. I don't know the suns or planets' movements that well. Is my point. Mm-hmm. And so maybe there's some way that's possible, but that's a lot of obstruction for three suns. Yeah. Yeah. It really is. They could have just made it one sun and made it more believable that maybe there was just a close by planet that blocks it out for a while. Yeah. But having three different suns all blacked out for a whole year—that's so unlikely. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> Maybe, like, literally impossible. Actually, I, yeah, and I'm, I'm trying I, to think about... I'm actually just trying to think of the logistics of a planet being gravitational orbit around three suns. Yeah, yeah, like, Tatooine was already stretching it. Yeah, yeah, two suns. I've, I've questioned that for a while. Now realizing that that, that planet had three. Let's see, but, like... Oh, sorry. <laughs> Two can make sense, like, if one sun is significantly bigger and you're actually rotating around that one and there's just a second sun further out that's, like... What got me in on, on Tatooine was the, the relative... the way the suns were aligned. Just, it, it, it wouldn't work. Well, yeah, well, no, if if you had it, like, the way I just said, like, you're, you're actually rotating around one and there's maybe a bigger sun, like like a lot further away but it is bigger so you're rotating around the one that's closer to you there could theoretically work like that and that would just happen rarely yeah but even in that instance there's no way you could get an eclipse for more than more than like a few seconds like our own eclipses Mm mm-hmm we don't have long eclipses here on earth and we have something to get in the way yeah right (laughs) (laughs) It just, yeah, it, it does seem highly unlikely that it would last a whole year. So, uh, anyway, my point is weighted out. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, if it is a whole year, though, then you do have to have the food. Like, they wouldn't be able to sit in a shed for a year. Well, no, but you, if you've got that much time, you absolutely can find a way to, like, gather a bunch of those bioluminescent worms and make, like, I don't know, my first thought was line your arms and legs with them in some way. So, like, you're constantly a light. <laughs> and then you can probably get back no problem. If you, but they've got them in like jars, right? They do have them in jars to use them as light. Yeah, so but they're bright enough to be a useful light in this situation. I assume it would be kind of like filling a, a jar with a bunch of fireflies. It, yeah, it got it's not a lot of light, but it's enough light, you know. Yeah, but if you were all light, a photosensitive creature would not attack a being of light. Yeah, in theory. Yeah, so like. Until it learns that you're just covered in worms and it can just shake you and they'll fall off. But it wouldn't, it wouldn't, hey, like, if the whole thing is that they can't even look at light, like, light is harmful to them. Well, I don't think that's really a thing because they do clearly track them, circle around them. They just don't go into the light. Right. But They look at the light all the time because that's how they're able to follow them. Well, yeah, so they can see them from a distance, but it's... Actually, I think they use more of an echolocation in the movie, if I remember correctly. Uh, yeah, but the light is in some way damaging to them. Every oh, Everything I read said they were photosensitive. Yeah, that was but the word I think that used. just means they don't like being directly in the light, not necessarily like looking at it, but it's being in the light itself. All right, so you cover yourself with enough glowworms to just like... I don't know, snowman walk your way around. You need enough to, like, cover all the way around your arms, cover around your legs. Like, you just go mining for glowworms. Yeah, I suppose. But what if its tail just comes and smacks you, knocks you on your ass, and then you lose half of your worms? Like, a bunch of your light's gone now. You smoosh them once, you know, they're dead and they, they don't light up anymore. Well, I don't think they're going to attack you if you're all light, is my point. But if... they... I don't know, man. Because I think they that... wait till it's totally dark to do the attacking in the movie. Yeah. Like they they just don't go towards the light. That's why the light's so important. They were like they felt safe with the torches. Like they were in a hurry, but they felt safe with the torches. And that was just one source of light. If you are a source of light, your entire thing is a source of light. You're probably gonna be all right. So maybe they're just dumb people. <laughs> Maybe we've solved it. You either wait it out and maybe turn bioluminescent bugs into a food source as well as a light source. Yeah. Yeah, you get used to it enough. You just, like, pick one off while you're running. <laughs> <laughs> or you just hunker down in the cave that's got a bunch of them. Yeah. You slowly munch away. Yeah. Make sure you got, a like, a breeding bunch of them. I mean, because at least for a while there, if you're just hiding... In wherever the worms are, the rain's not going to put out your torch. So you could have a light and a food source. Yeah, you let your torch dry off, you relight it how you had it, and then then you put it right outside the mouth of the cave or wherever you're at. So, yeah. Not like outside, you know, close enough in so it's not going to get rained on, but like right at the mouth. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think we've solved it. Yeah, like Minecraft monsters. Yeah. They're not going to spawn where the light is, guys. Put up torches. <laughs> yeah. I think we could survive pitch black. I think I think we might actually have a shot at it. 
So long as we know what we're dealing with, we can do it. And and so long as we have Riddick to show us the way back to the ship, because if we were just down in the prison, then we wouldn't actually know where the ship is, is the right. other issue. Right. So as long as he decides to hang out with us in the cave and not be like, nah, you guys stay here, I'm just leaving without you. Yeah. And like, fuck that... family. Fuck, <laughs> fuck my space. You family. ain't my family. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta get back to my new mecha family. <laughs> yeah. I got an auntie or something there. <laughs> she tells the future, I think. <laughs> There's this arrow know, mental. The She's pretty badass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Could we survive pitch black? Yes. Maybe. Yes, I think we could. I th- I think I could. Un- it, unless I got bored. Because it, knowing me, I would get bored. I'd be like... I might one day, you know, halfway through this year, be like, I'm tired of eating bugs. What do you think those bioraptors taste like? And, you know, like, <laughs> you think we can hunt one of those down? Just one. I think if we get to get one, we could get some food out of it for a while. Steps out the cave, dies. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> Drop my torch on accident. Fuck! Done. <laughs> Just gone. <laughs> That's the last word you hear out of me. Fuck! Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there went Derek. <laughs> Look, I'm good with eating bugs. That's reinvigorated me. <laughs> Vin Diesel looks over at you. He didn't believe in family. <laughs> didn't you leave? Yeah, but it was scary out there. Scary. You guys had the bugs and the light. I don't know. It sounded like a good time. Still got some of that booze? <laughs> Absolutely not, Mr. Diesel. Ah. Riddick! <laughs> I was going to trade you for this heroin I took off that junkie. <laughs> I don't want that here. Wow, well, someone might. <laughs> oh. It is a prison after all. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Pitch black. Pitch black. <laughs>